we go. Hello, we are the WrestleNuts, and welcome to the WrestleNut Podcast. I am Rory, joined, of course, by my main man, Alan. Owen. How are you getting on, pal? You good? Uh, just about. It's, you know, sad. Hanging news, in there. More, more oh, releases. We need, we need to stop saying slow news week because then people let get let go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we said that last. <laughs> we did. We we're like, oh, a bit of a slow news week, and then it's like more releases. It's like, oh shit. Is it worrying though? I think we're on episode like seven now. Six. Is it worry six? Is it worrying the half of our podcast have been about releases? Only two episodes, weren't they? Three. Three. Yes. Did we talk about like the releases where Joe was let go? No, we didn't record the podcast back then. Did we not? We, no, we had the ones talking about Alistair and Braun. That was two weeks ago. Oh, oh, what? Well, I think we. Oh, there was actually um, Velveteen and Drake Wirtz and all. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I was right. <laughs> you were. Yeah, I was. I didn't think because there wasn't many. Like, there's only a couple wrestlers released then. Mostly NX, like mostly Performance Center. Yeah. And then Drake Wirtz and Velveteen Dream. So that didn't even register Touch in my Cinder. head. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so. Side note. I know you know this, but I want to mention it because I think it's funny. Uh, to write Dream out of my 2K20 universe mode, I had him be defeated by Heath Slater, who was fighting for not just his kids, but everyone's kids. <laughs> it's so perfect. It's... You know, he's the hero we all deserve. Anyway, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, why don't you talk releases. through our plan for this week? So we'll go through the releases. Go, we'll run over some of the boring bit of news. And then we go through NXT. Yeah. Yeah. We're not we're not gonna be spending too long on NXT. We're kinda gonna touch on like the major angles because Great American Bash is next week. So we will have stuff to discuss. Uh I won't be able to watch it. But I will watch highlights. I'll try find it on like fucking watch wrestling or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then actually next week we'll probably have money in the bank predictions. Or am I getting my weeks mixed up? Um, I don't. I, I can check. I I can do my uh. Pull up a tab. It is July eighteenth, so we have we have a bit of time. Okay, right. So it'll probably be another episode or two in between. But yeah, right. So uh, off we go with the releases. You have the list of them up there. I do. So we have Tony Nice. Heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. He had that moment with Armenia. That was quite cool. Tony Nice, man. He's he was so good, like so underrated. Mm. At least he at least he got that. Like most not a lot of wrestlers get that. So he'll yeah, always true. have he'll always have that to hang his hat on. And apparently they had a better rematch on two or five, like later on the week. Uh, I might yeah, because they weren't allowed that. to do everything they wanted to or something, wasn't they? Which is fair. Mania thirty five is already too long, so that's fair. So after that, we have Davari. Uh, another shame. Uh, he used to be really bad back at like early two or five days, but he'd worked <laughs> really hard. Like he had improved himself like so much, but he's still pretty young. So I could see him back. Maybe. Actually. I wasn't there rumors about him becoming a producer, wasn't there? Or was that the other Devery? That was Sean oh, Sean Devery's been a producer for years. Ah. That's grand then. Then we have Marina Shafir, who uh, we last saw on <laughs> who we last saw on Raw Underground, I'm pretty pretty sure. Uh we briefly saw her in a backstage segment when Roddy left NXT. Oh did we? Oh yeah, I don't even remember and... that. Yeah, there was rumors that she was going to be part of the diamond mine as well. Then that that's a shame. Yeah. But again, yeah. you know, maybe because clearly the four horsewomen thing didn't pan out for them. And yeah. obviously they were progressing too slowly and their in-ring work. So they just decided it wasn't really worth the effort. And I mean, like you've seen how Shane has been treated on main roster. I don't think we really need them. Yeah. So next we have Achuro Ruas. Also uh, rumoured to be added to the Diamond Mine before plans changed. Uh, Diamond Mine, like, it was, what was it? it was, like, like I was saying last week, it was meant to be a shoot wrestling type group. 
Yeah. And I think those two names would have fit really well. They would have. Because, well, obviously, we're in Shafir UFC. But, uh, I, is it, why does every shoot wrestling group, or does every stable where they're trying to be serious have to wear matching tracksuits? Because matching tracksuits look sick. <laughs> Imperium. I dress like Imperium on a daily basis. <laughs> uh. That explains why nobody likes you. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love Imperium. But anyway. So next we have Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Oh, fuck, man. I nearly cried when I read that. Ah. This one. This one hurt. Like, this really hurt me. Uh, um, so we only saw them what, two weeks, last week, two weeks ago? Yeah, pretty much. I think they lost to Imperium a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's and they got covered by a flag, didn't they? Or was that sure. they were um they were NXT tag team champions literally like eight months ago. Yeah, it's strange. Which I mean like I guess maybe they're on two expensive contracts. Uh I pretty sure Fandango's probably done. He's like forty one. Um and with them fourteen years is it or is that Tyler Breeze? No Tyler Breeze is twenty ten, Fandango's oh six, I believe. Ah, Jesus. Fandango, Fandango is in Deep South, like DSW. Yeah. With Kenny Omega. Like, that's how long ago. Um, I, with Tyler Breeze, though, I'm... Are they going to keep him as a as a content creator contract for Up, Up, Down, Down? Like possibly. They, I imagine they will. Right, Jess Maduke has, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Marina Shafir is still under contract for that as well. Oh, is she? I didn't even know she was on that. I knew Jess Maduke was. But Tyler Breeze is basically the co-host of the entire bra- cha- like channel. With yeah, I know. Ah, I say he'll be allowed to do that still. Mm. Um, I maybe it's a thing because he's said like people are asking him is he going to retire and he's not sure. I'd say he'll just run his wrestling company like or like his training thing, Flat yeah. Academy, which he runs with uh, Sean Spears, mm. and uh, maybe work on a pop down down, and that'll probably do him. Yeah, he seems like the type of person who'd be happy with that. Because <laughs> he's one of those gimmicks where, like, I don't really see him working anywhere else as well. Impact, maybe, but even Impact is like stacked at the moment. Like at this point, yeah. there's nowhere really for wrestlers. Like the the big televised shows have full rosters. Like there's nowhere for you to go. But I think he could make like pulling out Prince Pretty on like the indies. Like he could make a healthy living doing that. Good, but Fandango, I, uh, I think honestly, I think Fandango should like get into acting or something. That man is unbelievably funny, he is. But I can see, give it a few more months, I can see Tyler Bears back on WTV. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I can see a lot of these names, sure. Like Heath Slater said, a lot of them that were originally released in 2020 were offered contracts back on lower prices, like he said, about half of what he was making before. But yeah. most of the wrestlers, I think Drake Maverick, obviously being the exception, decided to take a shot elsewhere. Or in the case of like Aiden English and Eric Rowan, just kind of like step back. Yeah. But yeah, like they all decided to take shots, but they were offered their contracts back on like lower downsides. So I could see some some of these wrestlers will eventually pop up again. Mm. But like, but um, Tyler Reeds is kind of the standout one if they're from me. Oh, geez, just because. Because we've been watching NXT, especially for like, because you watch NXT since 2015, I've been watching since 2014. Tyler Breeze early on was like one of the standouts of that brand. Like, I remember the match against Liger. Oh, yeah, fuck. That was so good. Breeze <laughs> is an incredible wrestler. People don't know that. Like, when he called up the, the SmackDown, well, the SmackDown he went to, and he yeah, started with Ziggler. Well, this was before oh, yeah. the brand split, so he was on both brands. Oh shit, yeah. But I, I thought Ziggler was the perfect person to have him feud with. Yeah, too bad they 50 50 them and then had him go on a, like a 16 match losing streak. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we continue. We have the Singh brothers. Well, the Bollywood boys. Um, yeah. Did you see Orton like interacting with them, being all like, see you down the road, boys? Great working with you and all. Hmm. Because they it's... were saying, like, someone sent them, like, a thing of, like, them taking the table bumps off Orton. And they were like, we did that to try and make Orton and Jinder look as amazing as we could. And then Orton was like, uh, you earned my respect long before that, champs. And, like, 
Oh. Man, my heart went out. It was so sweet. Orton is like the coolest motherfucker ever at the moment. Like, I'm a huge fan right now. But, yeah, again, I see them, you know, going like indies in Canada and uh, US, maybe bolstered at tag division at Impact. I kind of want to see them be like junior heavyweight in IWGP tag champs. <laughs> Not the champions, but like, you know, fucking World Tag League or something. Because yeah. New, New Japan's tag division is fucking shit. So, they could, any tag team that leaves WWE, I'm like, go there. Just do it, please. We need you. <laughs> Did you hear there, there was rumors about WWE wanting to do a World Cup? Like, and I was like, like a wrestling World Cup. And it just. Yeah, sure. Re- well, just don't reminded, release all your fucking talent then. It just reminded me of uh, WCBW, don't it? Yeah. Who won that? Kushida, wasn't it? Oh, Jesus. I think it was That's... Kushida. I have a head like a sieve, and they're asking me questions about wrestling from like what four four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, twenty. That was twenty six, seventeen, seventeen. You're right. Four years, yeah. Um, Jeez. yeah, my wrestling trivia brain is like encyclopedic. Yeah, well, mine is like stage four dementia. So, any not many more really. Oh, a couple two or five live releases left, isn't there? Uh, well, there's one other big one. They have Killian Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sucked. Um, we always had to support the Irish. Yeah, well, I mean, Northern Ireland, like he, uh... oh, his moves are his moves are like has the Ulster plantation and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like Dane. I liked him, but here's the thing with Killian Dane, right? Hmm. Whenever he was presented as a singles wrestler, nobody gave a shit, and this sucks because I really like hmm. Killian Dane. But do you remember when he, was in San- yeah, when he was in Sanity and he was like having matches with McIntyre and stuff and Lars Sullivan and all, and he was like a singles guy? Yeah. No one really like was that enthusiastic about it. When he came back to NXT in 2019 to feud with Riddle, nobody really gave a shit. So I, I cared about it a bit, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, like a bit. Yeah, like he's a cool guy. He's a great wrestler. It's not like a personal yeah. thing, but like he was like... WWE hired WWE had too many people on the books and they didn't let them go for too long and now they have to let them all go at once and that's why it's so horrible. But they shouldn't like do you remember like a couple of years ago, I don't know about you, because I didn't know you, but we like the general consensus in the like internet wrestling community was like WWE need to fucking let people go. Yeah, no, you're right. Do you remember do you remember people were asking for releases and they weren't letting them out? <laughs> uh how times have changed. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. This is better. I think this is better than hoarding wrestlers, letting them go and offering them, offering to come back if they want to. Yeah, and the thing is, they still get paid the rest of their downsides. And you know, like it does suck releasing in the middle of a pandemic. But indies are starting to open back up and paying them the rest of their downsides that lasts them enough to live for like three months easily. It's not like inhumane, and also it is within an employer's right to just be like, "Uh, "You're gone, bye." Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, two or five releases, right? We have Tino Sabatelli. Oh yeah, fuck. Who who cares? Fuck. Move yeah. on, moving on. Like, like I'm surprised. Riddick Riddick Moss is still employed. Wait, what? I know. I like Riddick Moss. He's dope. But like, fucking. What? I was reading the Raw Australia and I was like, what? Since when? But he's injured, I think. So. Ah, uh, okay. Because what? I'm pretty sure the last time I saw him, War Truth, like pulled up beside him in like a Chevy C10 and rolled him mm. up. Yeah, I really like the middle of a rich estate. See, that's a tag team I could have got behind Riddick Moss and Mojo Raleigh, but whatever. They had to break him up after two weeks. But anyway. And who else is there? Chase Parker and was that the last one? And August Gray? There's there's Ever Eyes and August Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, August Gray was Retro Anthony Green in Evolve, I think. Oh. Um, Whoa, that now you know who he is. That perked your ears up a little bit. Um, the only reason I was like, when I, I've been watching through a bit of Evolve, and I've just been uh, watching some old, uh, older yeah, matches, Roger Strong really, matches. I, oh, are you finally coming around to realizing that Roger Strong was the best undisputed? Remember, or are you still? Not no, no, no not, not that, not that far yet. Fuck. Okay, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, <laughs> but not on promos. He's worst on promo. But like, in for wrestling man, ability, he's in wrestling for wrestling ability. He is the best one. Or he's my he's my preferred match style to watch, like yeah. strong style, grappling, 
like you know like a couple of years ago my favorite wrestler was shinsuke nakamura like that ring style is mine for a while nakamura is mine as well so well like when he was really good like 26 well so when i found out he was going to be i went back and watched some of his old new japan stuff and i was like feed me this this is my <laughs> favorite thing ever katsuyori shibata is another one because hmm. you're pretty new into new japan so if you haven't seen a shibata match go back and watch it i shall have to do that you actually that, that add that to your wrestling list is just go back and watch like shibata versus okada from new beginning 2017 which is where he got the superior team at home and had to retire uh, okay, yeah, no, I'm not writing it down there. I'll have to watch that. And do you know how he got the subdural hematoma? How? He shoot headbutted Okada in, like, he just thump. And Okada oh. drops. Okada, he, so Shabbat is, like, facing the camera. Sorry about the tangent, but this is, like, important. This is one of the best wrestling moments in history, but also one of the most tragic because it's his first. I'll explain the rest I've called because there's more context, but basically, he's, like, facing the camera. And he headbutts Okada, and Okada like slumps to his knees. And then Shibata looks up, but the camera zooms in, and there's just like this trickle of blood going down the middle of his forehead. Fuck. And it's the crowd goes ballistic for him. And then we find out in the post match that he's after getting a serious like brain injury, and then he had to retire. And this isn't like a Daniel Bryan edge. Maybe he can come back. Like New Japan have made it very fucking clear he's not coming back. Jesus. Which is a shame because he was a beast. But I'll have to watch that. Watch that match, and I watch any of his matches with Ishii as well. Oh, uh, okay, I'll watch them. They have similar styles. He's like if you got Shingo Takagi and Ishii and mix them together. Okay, right. Well, we now, have to. Um, uh, yeah, Ever Rise getting released. That kind of sucks. I, I loved their little Ever Rise show thing. Ever Rise rules. <laughs> They remind me of like Colt Cabana, kind of like PWG comedy, like old in like wrestling. Like, do you ever watch like Backyard Wrestling from like 2009? <laughs> I've seen I've seen bits of back, Backyard stuff. That's what they remind me of. Well, just trying to get cheap bops from the crowd. Not even that, but just like that old like, hey, two dudes from the corner are fighting in this ring that we set up in our garden. Do you want to watch? And that's not an insult. Like, I found them really endearing. They are. And, like, Obviously, I think what happened was, was obviously you need jobbers in wrestling, right? But I think WWE are like, fuck, these are too expensive. Uh, once they start touring again, if they need jobbers, what they used to do is like any local wrestlers in the area come on TV and job for them. Yeah, didn't that how they got like fucking Matt Jackson on SmackDown once? Yeah, yeah. load of fucking Moxley was on SmackDown. Uh, Champa was a lawyer that got chokeslammed by The Undertaker. Yeah, I remember like, that. All those wrestling cameos. Fucking Britt Baker. When she won the uh, AEW Women's title, they put they uploaded a video of her getting squashed by Nia Jax. Nia Jax yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I love that. That's so petty. But um, and there's um, it wasn't uh, fucking Sean Spears super kicked mm. by Sean. I just super kicked Stan. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a clip that's like that lives rent Icon- free in my head. Iconic. One of the funniest moments, the ruthless aggression, ruthless aggression era is the death of comedy, but that is great. Hmm. I okay, there was, there was part, no, like just at the start of PG era, there was, there was the hunt for Sean. Do you remember that? And Triple H went to the like, went looking everywhere for Sean. Is that not oh nine when he tried to bring him back to wrestling after he lost to Taker at Mania Taker, 25? Yeah. I have seen those segments. They're fucking hilarious. Actually. And he super well, kicks a little, now, he super child. I thought they were. Yeah. Wait, did he super kick a child? I thought he super kicked someone behind a counter, like in a store. Like, no, he done he that. Working... Yeah, he done that as well. But he super right. kicks a little girl. Oh, that's gas. Um, yeah, I watched them when I was like 12 and I thought they were funny as shit. I don't know if I still would. But... <laughs> no, I rewatched them. But you know what? You know, I was scrolling through the network and there was a Raw that had Mark Henry. And Hornswoggle, both with leprechaun hats, run into the ring. So I, I clicked on it just because I wanted to see that moment. Right. And that was the episode where Shawn Michaels super kicks an eight-year-old girl in the face. And this Actually, is 2009? Uh, yes. And you, want me, and you want me to watch 2009 because... It's funny. Uh, Unironically funny. 
Uh, I don't think it is. Uh, we've talked about this before. No, sorry, ironically I am... funny. What am I on about? Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely not... Un- Most wrestling is ironically funny. Very rarely does comedy work. No, like, it, it brings a smile to my face seeing a big, jolly Mark Henry wearing a leprechaun hat. Okay. Right, right, this is genuine. Since we don't have like a huge amount to talk about on this podcast, I don't mind this side tangent. And we'll get to NXT in a sec, because I think we've covered all the releases. But um, funniest wrestling moment of the last five years. Last or five funniest, years. funniest W moment, because other promotions are better at comedy. Yes. Uh, I, I love the rap battle, New Day and... Uh, That's great, says. yeah. Honestly, all right at all, like it bugs if you would. (laughs) The top three answers for me are all 2017, I think. Which which are so that the New Day Usos rap battle, fantastic. Southpaw Regional Wrestling, I think, was 2017. (laughs) That in its its entirety is just fashion files. Is it, it does it not make you sad knowing that? you will never be able to see another fashion fault. Uh they might reunite in the indies and do them themselves let's pause could oh, you it's... imagine could you imagine if Brizango popped up on being the elite and did a fashion files oh my god I want that to happen now uh, I watch AEW if they did that um, if they brought in Brizango and had them go around like and try to investigate something they could get, do that like... they could do it so well as well oh no you're, you're, you're making me like want to see this happen and they like run into like Butcher and Blade and go Connor Victor it's been so long <laughs> but um yeah I'd like to see that <laughs> well um yeah just wrestling comedy is not normally great but like some good stuff <laughs> that, that would be good um I have some OTT news and mm-hmm. that OTT have, uh, there's been a big load of thing about OTT and uh, signing people who have recent allegations and stuff yeah. proven and not proven and I all that I saw that so Joe Cabray had literally come out and say all all their dealings are going to be sorted with the, the guards so the guard are our police over here in Ireland all yeah. uh all like past things they've done, it's all gonna go through the guards. And the guys, was it the guards are basically gonna say, say if it's in all right for them to, to not work. all, yeah, they're essentially gonna do what WWE should have done more. Well, who's to say they didn't? WWE would have kept this under wraps, right? I hate when fans assume that they didn't investigate purely because they didn't like the answer, um, like. Essentially, if they're gonna look did, in... like if the, because the the core of public opinion, oh, I hate if, it. if if that was if everything went by that, we we wouldn't see Jordan Devlin on television. We wouldn't see. And I would not mind, but that's fine. We wouldn't see Riddle. But, I would be upset about that. But there had to have been these investigations going because we we're still seeing them. Yeah. Exactly. I like I, yeah, I, I made that point to you before about Dream that like when the allegations came out, Ligero, Travis Banks, and Jack Gallagher okay, yeah. completely just gone. Hmm. So I have no doubt that Dory did look into stuff. And if, uh, the one that just one allegation case that still annoys me to this day. And it's the Enzo Amore one. Yeah, that's a weird one. Cause she came they, out and said she the, lied. And yeah, but they let fired. no, they they let him go because he didn't he did tell, tell them, them about it, and also because it's Enzo and he's a pain, like he's an infamous pain in the ass. Yeah, like he I'm sure, like he's a, like <laughs> he's a, he, yeah, oh, he was class, and he like he's a sound dude, and like I'm glad him and Cass are all right now, but um, he wasn't worth keeping. Yeah, I will say that when the day comes when Enzo and Cass return to the V. The pop will be massive. I used to love their theme song so much. Oh, stop. Well, no, the theme song was dog shit, but I still popped oh. my ass off. It's so annoying, but it fit them. <laughs> also, W. Morrissey is going to be Impact World Champion within a year. You think? Oh, yeah. What's his trajectory getting... like there? Uh, His first pay-per-view beat Willie Mack. 
second Impact Plus special beat Rich Swan. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah. I, know, I I may not watch a lot of Impact, but I know beating Rich Swan at the moment is a big uh, deal. Yeah, well, he just dropped the world title. You know, yeah. he's no, that's a rocket push. I feel like whatever face dethrones Omega will drop it to Morrissey. Fair. Which I don't really know who it's going to be. I feel like it'll be Trey. Trey Miguel. Yeah. Um, who is if you're if you're not aware he is the long lost third member of MSK. That's oh, not a joke, by the way. Like I'm not joking. MSK was a faction in Impact called the Rascals. Yeah. So I, 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 I I'm aware of that. And then they the other two signed with NXT because I think they either one of them or both of them have kids and they wanted to provide more money, whereas Trey wanted to stay in Impact. But he did actually he actually left Impact and then re-signed like a month or two later. Ah. So um for other news real quick, we have well I just only have one more thing. We have Rollins marrying Yeah, that's sweet. Hey, Becky. And he said sweet. Bailey. <laughs> uh, ding dong, hello, adultery. <laughs> he'll um, he'll turn. Wait, what? Yeah, no, I um that's sweet. Like I really like them as a couple. Yeah, no, that's it's nice to see. It is. I think I don't want to say they could use that to turn Rollins' face because that sounds so like manipulative and stuff. But like the the whole reason we had to turn Rollins' heel is because the internet community collectively hated him in 2019. Mm. Like everybody was like, "Fuck Rollins." But that's kind of like eased a bit. Like I feel like people wouldn't boo him out of the building if he turned face. It doesn't help at Rollins that every time he's a face, he becomes an ass on Twitter. Yeah, they need to stop. No, but the thing is, his gimmick now is he's an ass on Twitter. And and no, funny. but no, but when he's a face, he's an ass on Twitter. But see, I kind of respected him for it because he's in this face of the company role and he's trying to like defend it, but he just it didn't come across as babyface like at all. Yeah, no, but I get was what saying, he was doing. He was straight up saying WWE is the best, like, is the best wrestling on the planet. Yeah, it's not right. In 2019, it was New Japan, right? Um, and then 2020 was AW probably, and then now 2021 it's Impact or AW, right? He, he called my homeboy a nobody. Yeah, I know, but Will Ospreay is just not as good as Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm but sorry, he's, not a, he's not a nobody. No, he's not. No, like I get it was healing. Even then, me, he wasn't a nobody. Before, no, it was no. But, um, he was more over then because he hadn't the uh, allegations against him. Hmm. Um, but my thing is like he was defending the company. He was sticking up for what he thought was right, and you know he was sort of just working as well. Like, or if Orton said to Osprey, "You're a nobody," no one would bat an eye because it's Orton, and he's notorious for giving no fucks to anyone. Mm. But like with Seth, for whatever reason, it just irritated people. So I think I, I think it's just because he was trying to be. A baby face with no reason to be a baby face on television, and then yeah, he was the worst example of like W main event baby face. Like he was worse than Roman. <laughs> That's hard. Roman was not Roman was not good as a face. Yeah, but Roman, like once they stopped him talking and just had him kick the shit out of people, he was fine. Hmm. Like I keep saying, they only presented Roman poorly. For like six months, and they did so much damage in those six months that he was unsalvageable forever. I I hated face Roman heel, uh, face Roman heel Strowman. Yes, that was terrible. I hated that. That was a terrible idea because they nerfed Strowman into the ground for that. Hmm. So what 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 a lot of the listeners here might not realize is that me and Rory tend to have a lot of opposing views, especially on favorite errors in WWE but uh, but it's very rare we have we ha- we find things that we agree on uh i'm going to disagree with you but i feel like we agree on a good bit not you like think? not necessarily not down to like the nitty gritty like we have different preferences but as a general rule of thumb like cuz we're both quite moderate as far as wrestling opinions go <clears throat> we don't really get like super heated about it like very few things I want to said to me, I've gone, that's fucking wrong. Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> Very few things. Some things, yes. But certain no, things we I've have... said, Owen's like, that makes no sense. We, we're, we're two people who are like, we, we, we 
care about opinion over what instead of what people say we will listen to why they have that like thought or like why they have that opinion of this yeah i want to hear them out yeah we're not also, it's, not, it's nice to have someone to talk about wrestling with because so. <laughs> <laughs> that you I... know it's hard to come by nowadays jeez especially in ireland yeah i was in i was in numerous the other day and i saw a guy with an AEW shirt on and i was like i'm not going up to talk to him but i just want to i just want to make a reference i just want to like yell something at him i was where i, I was uh in in spar you know you know the spar where we went to <laughs> in Bally Farm it. yeah Wait, is that the was... one is that the one up the college or the one like near your gaff one near my gaff right and there was a guy and he was wearing a riddle t-shirt oh nice one and I, I'm, I, when it was Mania week, and I said, I just, I just went up to him and said, "Oh, we have a lot of uh, content to watch this week." <laughs> and he yeah, just pissed off. He underst- I'm so glad he understood. What you oh yeah, he did. Um. Oh, instantly he knew. Yeah. Because we, well, we had stand and deliver that week. We had stand and deliver and Mania, yeah. Hall yeah, of Fame, yeah. if you were fussed. Oh yeah, no, we, we, we were talking about the Hall of Fame and everything. It's great. But, we yeah, stood there. In the line of the deli for five minutes talking. Class. To be fair, in person, right? Also, about the NXT thing, I think we should just do, like, the biggest notes from the show. Because yeah. neither of us watched it, so we're not going to run through the whole show. Because <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying the more, like, not formatted tone this episode yeah. is having. This is essentially, like, what our conversations are like before we record the podcast. And then mm. on the pod, it's like, we try and have a structure, and then I derail it with some point that I've yes. thought of. But, and um, it's me, like, trying to like train you back into the, onto yeah. the I do ap- like, I do apologize for that. I'm like the TVA in Marvel and just trying to get you into the right yeah. timeline. Yeah, it's like stop stop any t- you cuz you can almost sense my brain working through the thing and you're like oh no, he's thinking. He's thinking. Get him back <laughs> on point. But, um Yeah, no. The thing with wrestling fans is online they're so hostile. In person, so chill. Mm. Just all good vibes. Like I think we've mentioned how you've met me. Like I was just wearing an NXT face mask, and he just came up to me. I was like, "You're mine." Yeah, pretty much. From <laughs> my property. Because like I saw the mask, and I was like, "Well, that's a, like a conversational in that I have now." Because hmm. I know I know wrestling fans are rare, and I know that most of them are like, "Wait, you're not gonna pick on me?" <laughs> oh wow, this is already better than I thought it was gonna go. So, because for oh. like I have a lot of like nerd interests. And for a long time, wrestling was the one that I was like the most closeted about. Like, I would not have recorded a wrestling podcast like three years ago, no way. <laughs> but now that you know, you've found now, people so. you have in similar interests to, you know that it's the yeah. end. Well, as well, I got older, I stopped giving a shit. Um, but wrestling was like the last thing to go. Like, I stopped giving a shit if people knew I liked Pokemon, then anime, then I think wrestling was like the last to drop. You know, hmm. but, did I? Um, I'm uh, sorry, real quick. We have breaking news. Kaylee Ray got married. Oh yeah, that's not. Jesus, I thought you were about to say Kaylee Ray got released, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, anytime I get a message that says like Owen sent you an image, I'm like, "Oh God, who's gone? <laughs> <laughs> who's let go?" <laughs> but you're um, right though. It's hard to find wrestling fans nowadays. Like one of my ex friends, he started college the same time as me. And he's in a group of 128 people, and he's like, oh my god, I found an anime fan. We're in a group of eight people, and I found a wrestling fan. Yeah. Is that well, not more impressive? <laughs> that is more impressive. Anime fans are way easier to find. Especially nowadays. You won't find, like, because um, anime's on the up. Wrestling's not really. Um, Wrestling's on the decline. <laughs> well, I'll, actually, that's an interesting topic. I'll get into that in a second. But um, basically, anime fans like you might not get like a die hard like crazy watching everything but you'll find people who have like a passing interest in anime yes and enough to like throw recommendations like a friend of mine in work uh i know like two or three people have watched attack on titan through with me um i like to chat to them about that attack on titan's class Hmm. uh one of those people has told me to watch oh what the fuck what the fuck did she tell me? I have to ask her now. I can't remember what she said. <laughs> she gave me a recommendation. I don't remember. The other lad uh, is really into like uh, Demon Slayer and Seven Deadly Sins and stuff like that. Mm. And then the other guy 
he I got him into anime a few years ago, and he really likes loads of stuff. And you know, like none of us are like diehard anime fans, but I have people that I if I get into a show, I can be like, oh, you know, talk about this with them. Like, go watch this. And I'm that person that's hated by the anime community because I like Ruby. I don't even know what that is. The you know remember uh uh the guy from Rooster Teeth who died. It's his show. Okay. Don't even know about a guy from Rooster Teeth dying. So. Oh, I, it's gonna annoy me. That I can't remember his name, but yeah, he uh he released Ruby, and then I I loved it. I literally have a tattoo of one of the symbols from it. But um, is it anime? It's hated because oh R W B Y. Yeah, it's hated because it's made in America. With um, like an with an anime kind of like story. Like the story was written, kind of like, like stenciled into an anime plot. Well, it's anime influenced. Mm. Um, well, it's got eight seasons. Um, yeah, no, it's popular. Seven. But... It's four point one out of five on Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't think that counts as hated at all. No, it's the fact that it's like it's just because it's American. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, it's not an anime, and like you know, because people hate the art style for it as well, which they literally had to change because of public outcry. Well, that's fair. A lot of people didn't like AOT season four's art style. Mm. You know, that's a, but art is subjective. You know, I don't really consider that a thing. This is not an anime podcast. We need to get back on track. <laughs> so, uh, I watched NXT highlights this week. Owen did as well. Yes. I'm going to talk about the five things that stood out to me the most. And then we're going to wrap it. Yes, that sounds. So, yeah, what time are we at? Yeah, no, we'll do that. Number one, Isaiah Swerve Scott, North American champion. I, okay, I've watched the the highlights of this match, and it seems to have been a good match. Oh yeah, well they have like mad chemistry. Like, do you remember in the gauntlet match from Standard Deliver? Their section was class. Hmm. But didn't I not... You can go back and you can listen to this podcast. Didn't I not say that he would be the one to take it off, Bronson? You did. I didn't say it'd be this close. Because I didn't that expect was, it. It was too close. I think you said this either last week or the week before. I said if he drops the belt next week, he's going main roster. <laughs> I called it. because They didn't say it was going to be title match until like the show itself. That was a surprise, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I didn't even know he was defending the fucking thing. But I said, if he is going main, he's dropping it. And this, now, when they do cross Gargano next week, I'm going to be on the edge of my fucking seat. Because <laughs> they were both at the same main event tryout. Like, they're both going main. So, just saying, I think Gargano might be getting the top belt again. Hopefully. Um, I think yeah, I think that could have... Hold on a second. Sorry to uh, interrupt you. I think that could have been their plan from the beginning was to use Reed to transition from Gargano to Swerve and then like put Gargano back up to like a uh, main event. Yeah. Possibly. I don't really know. You've I don't really know what else I can say to that, yeah. But you agree, you think that's probably what their plan was? Yes. Right, what were you going to add? You had something that I cut off. I was going to say something about the match. Um... I saw a lot of people annoyed about uh, an apron dropkick that that got uh, cut off due to them putting on the picture and picture screen. Oh right, okay, I didn't see. And that. there were people, a lot of people were calling calling the spot of the match, and it literally was only in the like bottom corner mm. of the frame. Ah, uh, that's yeah. just like a production flub. Like, man, we've been up in those booths where they do that. Like, you know. How mm. difficult it is to direct. Like you've seen me do it. You know, as how I was it is doing as I was doing a live live concert kind of technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, like okay. for the people here, uh we were doing a television module in college. And I fucking hated it. Hated every minute of it. <laughs> you didn't hate the you didn't hate the content of it, you hated yeah. <laughs> the lecture. Yeah, that's fair. Um but there was one day we had to record live, live performance. 
Are you doing live in quotations? I can feel the quotations through the call. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Live as in we played music and pretended to mimic. Because the is, band is what... didn't fucking show up. <laughs> yeah. So me and Rory were like, we're 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 a team. We 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 work together. Yes. So from pretending to be a band together while playing key in somewhere only we know. I like to... my year. To being director and vision mixer together. So it was... in to bring this into a wrestling context, I'd be standing there going, right, switch to camera A, camera B, camera C, etc. And Owen is the guy pressing the buttons that shows mm. what the camera so the cameramen are walking around, I'm telling them where to stand in the in the context of a wrestling show, I'm telling them where to stand, what to get. Mm. And it's on whoever was directing it that that made the call. They had a camera on the wrong thing. Mm. Uh, maybe they didn't know. Generally, they should probably tell a director, we're going to be trying to go for these big spots, so when you see them setting up for it, keep it in shot. Mm. So I hate when people criticize stuff like that because there's so many moving parts. It's not just like, ah, oh, Kevin Dunn fucked it up. It's like, no. Give him, like... Kevin Dunn fucks up because he's like, camera one, camera two, camera three, camera one, camera two. Like, like fucking relax. But mm. um, like like what we did with the take on me, aha! Like they're switching <laughs> back and forth, but he does that with like punches. Like he'll cut on a punch, and it's disgraceful. Ah, oh, take on me though. That just <laughs> you're bringing back memories. Because <laughs> it was only like two months ago, three months ago. You know, it's funny because he he described uh, what you wanted. You did. Uh, and instantly, I just got a feeling of like I know what this gun wants easily, yeah. and <laughs> it was during the did it did 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 did. I yeah. caught on every single beat for yeah. that part. Kev- I, Evan Evan Dunn would have been proud. He, he would have been. So uh, next, to be fair, even our lecturer is proud of that. But yeah, <laughs> but, well, <laughs> I know he would be proud of his own fucking kids anyway. <laughs> I fucking hate that cunt. Hate him so much. Fair. Um, I can't wait to go back to college next year and just ghost him. So excited. <laughs> uh, um, don't worry, you have me for lunch. Um, yeah, you're doing like social care still, right? Or are you going to do TV? Uh, no, no, f- uh, caring. Oh, caring. Oh, yeah, yeah, not social care. So you don't give a shit about those double heads. What? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I care about the elderly. Yeah, because you don't have to um, care about them for that long. Oh. <laughs> okay. Will we get back to the point? Will we get back to NXT or do you have something to say? No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Jesus. So uh confrontation between MSK and Champa and Thatcher. Did you watch that? I watched bits of it. No, just like the highlight on YouTube of the confrontation. Uh yes. Because I've been thinking about this a little bit. So I really, really want Thatcher and Champa to win. Oh yeah, I know you're a big fan of them. Well, the thing is, I'm not a huge Thatcher fan. Like, I can take him or leave him. Uh, mm. I like his style. Uh, he was like kind of hated when he was in Evolve because uh, he had what was described as now I'm quoting a tedious grapple fuck style, <coughs> where all of his matches were kind of the same, and he was on top for a really long time. And a lot of Evolve fans got kind of sick of him. Um, mm. but he was also a wrestler I never expected to see in WWE like fucking look at him <laughs> like I did not expect to see him in WWE at all but the reason why is because uh, for somehow Champ and Thatcher have gotten over as fuck and MSK are not over I don't know how they managed it considering well no the CWC audience aren't plants anymore they're yeah no they're fans yeah well Fucking MSK are getting booed by them. Like, it's not like Roman hate, but it's very much like a... Mm. Like a limp reaction. Like, the crowd don't give... Like the... They pop when they wrestle, because they're good. But yeah. they don't give a shit like, about them. Like Wesley said, he, uh, yeah, they respect someone. The fans are just going like, Champa's gonna kill you. Mm. And it's like, we're the champions. And, like, their promo was so heelish. Did you not think that? Yeah, no, it's, they they have an arrogance to them. 
Yeah, like if it's face versus face, like fair enough, but that should be like, oh, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Not, I want to see the bald man kill the small man. <laughs> like, I want to see them get their ass handed to them, which is not what you should want. Hmm. So, I think now that Champa and Thatcher should take it and oh, pass yeah. it to GYV. Like we say, like we saw, he just said, bring your belts, bring your pride, and they're going to get their ass handed to them. That was a brilliant line as well. Bring your belts and bring your pride, and next week I'll take both. That's class. Champa, Champa on mic when he's on, untouchable. Yeah, uh, he he can. You need to, if you have him in a feud, just have just have Champa against Heyman. Not Heyman, Champa against Heyman. No, Champa, Champa against Roman. Yeah, and then oh, have Heyman stop. speak against Champa. Just imagine. A dream, dream feud for me is Champa versus Eddie Kingston. So where would you see that? Where would you want to see that take place? Oh, AEW. Come on. Okay. okay. Eddie Kingston wouldn't be allowed to be as uh, abrasive as he is. <laughs> now, he, I think Eddie Kingston could still thrive. Because uh, Dean Ambrose, when he was like... Well, John Moxley, when he was Dean Ambrose, and Kevin Owens have proven you can still be an amazing promo in WWE. Even with shit material, he could still be class yeah. on promo. You don't need like especially Owens because he hasn't he hasn't yeah. like a very invisible intensity. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think Eddie Kingston could do well in WWE, but like, I'm not saying I want them like swearing at each other and all, but like, you know, just a little bit more. Like, did you watch the Eddie Kingston and Moxley promo segment for leading up to Full Gear? Uh, which one? Uh, the one where they weren't allowed to touch, they weren't allowed to make contact, and he was like, John Moxley was saying to him, like, oh, you're going to have to disappoint you, because you promised your mother you'd bring her home the title, but um, huh. you're going to have to break that promise because you're not taking it off me, and I promised her I wasn't going to hurt you, but I'm going to have to break that too. Like, that promo. Yeah, yeah. That, that's... Oh, Jesus. Chills. Sir, we were in college leading up to that, weren't we? And I was yeah. saying to you how much I actually wanted Eddie Kingston to take the belt. Yeah, and I didn't because Moxie's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But that's a good feud, though. Jeez, that's back when I had AEW Plus on fight. Yeah, right. Uh, next point for the anyone. show. Next point for the show. Uh, Cross and Gargano had a brawl. Ugh, didn't watch that. Uh, okay, so it's a little bit irritating in the sense. So uh, last week, Cross laid out Gargano. I told you they're turning Gargano face. Mm-hmm. I was right. They obviously are. Um, but not in like a he's a good guy now like he's still a fucking asshole like sneak as hacking across uh, yeah and like using theory like like he's working like a heel but he's fighting against someone who the audience don't like so um so he attacks cross backstage then cross comes out to the ring he goes all right fair enough you took your shot come out at me so champ or gargano comes out he's like uh why would I do that? I'm smarter than you. Theory hits him from behind. Uh, Cross lays out both of them. And then <laughs> Joe comes out and breaks up the fight. Later on, they're outside. Gargano attacks Cross again. Uh, ends up nearly getting run over. And then Joe pulls him out of the way of the vehicle. And I saw some people... Now, what culture is not exactly like the pinnacle of fucking journalism. Oh, yeah. They were saying... Oh, fuck, they irritate me. But I still read them for some reason. And... um. The whoever was reviewing that was saying like the feud is essentially heel versus heel, like which is kind of tricky to do. Yeah. Um. I I I can't think of an example off the top of my head where we have nailed it. Like it's not it's face versus face is easier. Um. Oh yeah, because you have just you can just say ah they have respect for each other. Well, I kind of like heel versus heel. I like seeing if people can outbastard each other. Yeah. No. But it's hard to be done right. It is. Yeah, you have to be very creative to think of a way for it to make it work. Yeah, and I don't mind what they're doing with Gargano being like crafty and all. I could do without him saying like Cross is a bad wrestler because like, are you trying to have people be like, all right, thanks for agreeing with us, WWE? You know. Um, (laughs) But my point is, Joe is more over than both men combined. That's not good. Like, I love Samoa Joe. 
I mm. think he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. Uh, I love every everything he does. But and like I like having him on TV, but he is stealing the spotlight from like he's too good. He's too charismatic. He's too cool. He's so much more badass. Like I like carrying cross like more than a lot of people do. But if you could give me the choice between Cross and Joe, <laughs> I don't fuck yeah, obviously. We're all picking Joe. And like I I really like Johnny Gargano. If you could give me the cross between Joe and Gar- or choice between Joe and Gargano, I'm picking Joe. And a lot of wrestling yeah. fans feel this. I, I, Joe I is had one to the- think about that one there now, but I'd still go with Joe. Joe is beloved. Most people pick him over most wrestlers. Yeah. Like, even... And wrestling fans are notoriously fickle. Have you ever seen anyone say, I don't like Samoa Joe? I... I like, I, I've even seen casual fans say that like they love Samoa Joe. He's, he's amazing. So, to have him on NXT is great for the show, but when he's involved in the main title picture... It's it taken just, away from he's what... He's taken what, away from it, yeah. Yeah. He's breaking, like, the golden support and character rule, which is not to be more important. Than the main characters. That's a bit of wrestling news you forgot. Joe is actually working on being cleared. He's not officially retired. Yeah. No, I, That's I, why they're teasing all the matches. Because if they teased all the matches knowing that he wasn't going to get cleared, I would have been very annoyed. <laughs> Although, to be fair, they've they, they done great teasing. Uh, they, no, I know Brian was always trying to get cleared, wasn't he? Brian was, and they were saying they weren't going to. And he was like, right, I'll just leave when my contract is up. So... Yeah, uh, they eventually figured they kept out teasing Miz Brian while he was in while he was the manager. Yeah, that's true. Even though they had no idea if no, Brian did. actually, I don't blame WWE for that because that talking smack thing was unscripted. That wasn't planned. Mm. So they were just taking then, advantage of it. And then yeah, once that blew up, they were like, "Okay, we'll keep it simmering if he can get cleared." Mm. But that was that... the only match they really teased. I think they didn't like have him confront like. Nakamura and AJ and all they didn't have him tease like a load of dream matches hmm. but anyway um, Just next say, point like, Miz is in my top 10 because of that <laughs> yeah oh Miz is incredible um, so underrated but um, isn't like this at the moment like one of the first times he's ever been pro- actually injured the only time he's never been off TV he's never missed TV for an injury this is his first that's, major one that's mad and, and it happened in a match with zombies and and Rory, just a yeah. small tangent. Miz okay. and Mrs. is on a is Miz and Mrs. season two is on the network. I'm not watching it. I don't care. And, and I fucking love it. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, no, no! Like Rory, this isn't total Eve is bad. This is not all about as bad. This is p- pure comedy gold. No, I don't. No, want no, to. no, no! I'm this not, is this is unironic pure comedy gold because you have George Mazanin. Yeah, here's the man that thinks WWE in 2009 was really good. No, no, no. <laughs> Rory. Then if you, if I, if I get you back down in Ballyfermot, Firm, I'm getting you watching an episode of Missing Misses. Then I'll be going missing. <laughs> or oh, what if you anyway. go and missing? Oh, fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, do I have any more things to talk about? Breakout uh, tournaments. Okay, so that yes, okay, right. We'll finish on that because I would have lots to say about that. So, uh. There's nothing really to talk about women's division wise. Uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are number one contenders. That's uh, fine. Mercedes Martinez got fucking cushion. Mercedes Martinez got shoot knocked out. Uh, hate when that happens. Not a fan. It does make uh, Zaya Brie like Bella live Morgan. Yeah, but it makes Zaya look like a killer as opposed to Brie who looks clumsy. Yes. Because <laughs> the problem, like Kofi said, someone said, like, oh, Kofi, why can't you get that spin on like a Trouble in Paradise like Zaya? And he's like, because I don't have martial arts training. If I tried to do that to someone, I'd fucking knock them out because he can't <laughs> do it. So Zaya is like legitimately able to kick you into unconsciousness. And she just didn't. She just connected too hard. Mm. And that happens like when you're hitting moves like that, that are inherently quite risky. Like when both of your feet are off the ground, you can't pull it. Yeah, you know, like you can't you can't control how hard re- like you can a little bit, but you don't have as much control as when both your when one of your feet is still on the ground. Yeah. Because you can so, throw your weight on the other foot and then the other foot's just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can just pull it. But like, yeah. when you're in the air, like doing that spin kick, I assume that's what the kick she got knocked out from was that finisher that she has the spin one. 
I, I'm, um, uh, from what I've seen, yes, it is. Yeah, and like that's so hard to do, hmm. you know. Like that's why Kofi hits it so soft, is so he doesn't knock anyone out. Yeah, he's like a crossbody with his legs half the time. Yeah, but um, yeah. Co- so Cole and O'Reilly had a face off, and then O'Reilly hooked him in a heel hook, and Joe just stood there and watched, <laughs> which was really funny. I thought because he's like, ah, I'm not getting involved because Cole's a dickhead. And he left a minute for like 30 seconds and then sent the security team to break it up. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a match next week. Honestly, that feud hasn't really landed for me. I like both men, but I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, no, like, if, like, I, I didn't have a re, I didn't really, like, besides the fact that I was in work, I didn't have a want to stay up for next week this week. Yeah, it was when kind I of. Saw like, the, when I saw the women's yeah. tag match, I was like, eh. When I saw the, uh, when I, I just I didn't have a reason. Yeah, and like even like the diamond mine, they followed up on last week by just having a squash. But that's it. Yeah, no. no I'm uh, glad I didn't watch it. And then last, like the episode wasn't bad by any means, but there's no reason mm-hmm. to watch it, really. But no. From, breakout Well, it's not next week. It's not next week. It's the week after it's starting, isn't it? Yeah, breakout tournament. It, what a great way to basically reveal it on the day where two people from the last breakout tournament are main eventing yes great yes brilliant that's such a perfect way to reveal it i have talked to you either on the pod or off the pod about how fascinated i am with the original breakout tournament from 2019 hmm. to me because people are always like oh do we you can't push talent you can't make stars or whatever it's like okay here's eight talent none of them have appeared on tv before and then so you can chart it's a bit like the ovw4 like brock orton cena uh yeah it's a bit like that you can trace their or the shield even but like you can trace all their careers from the same start point Mm. in in WWE, and you can see obviously jordan miles didn't do so hot yeah Um, yeah about that (laughs) honestly i don't want to say through no fault of his own because that like racism controversy is why he left he was the most underwhelming member of the tournament for me at the time he just he he didn't have First of all, he he wasn't as charismatic as some of the others, with with how they're presenting themselves. Yeah, like he was a great wrestler, but when you have Grimes and Swerve in that tournament, like and this is Face Swerve, and he really Face Swerve is worse as well than Heel Swerve. And Ah, he was kind of cleaner. No, I think he was heel actually in that tournament, and then he was face when he debuted. I think he was, yeah. I think he was a heel or tweener anyway. He wasn't face because Miles was like pure face. Swerve was more like edgy. <laughs> Edge Lord. Um, actually, if you're watching Evolve, go look at some Shane Strickland stuff because that's like Indies, Isaiah. Shane Swerve Strickland. Yeah. Go look at some of his stuff. I will um, have a look. But yeah, so it's a great like sample bracket to look at how WWE can push talent and not push talent. Another one, another one I always used as well was the North American Championship ladder match from New Orleans. Four of those men are now released, so yeah, that that you know. But then Rich the other ones, and Cole, Cole, I'm just like I'm still standing. But to be honest, but they're the best two in the match by far. Yeah, you know, but like, could you imagine? Say 2029, we're standing here looking at like the breakout tournament 2019 class and where they all ended up. And you could easily have like three W champions out of that. Yeah, no, yeah, you could. And three W champions out of a batch of eight wrestlers is not bad. Three, eight wrestlers who are having their first start as well. Yeah, on W. Yeah, um, like first television. Also, who do you think those three would be? Oh, uh, I I want Grimes. Yes. Who else is in the tournament? Give me a second. <laughs> Okay, the tournament was Jordan Miles, gone. Yes. Boa? I like him, but no, he wouldn't. Joaquin Wild? No. Dexter Loomis? I can see him as NXT champ. No, I like him, but he's not. A mi- he's a, like a mid-card act. He's not like a top guy. Um, but I like him. He fills a role on TV, and I think he's entertaining. So he does his job. Yeah. Have uh, Bronson Reed? Bronson Reed. Uh, I could see him being mid-card champ. 
I mm. don't know. He might he might get really over on the main roster and then they push him. He's a great wrestler. I really like him. Yeah. That's four. No, that's Angel Garza. Five. Angel Garza, I could see be a WWE champion if WWE steadily got behind him. Yeah. But the two I think are most likely are Grimes, Grimes and Swerve. And Scott. Yeah. They're the two standouts for me. Oh, yeah. But now, Isaiah Sarah Scott just showed, showcased himself last night in a way that he hasn't oh, done yeah. yet. Yeah, he's just, he has a stable behind him. He's got the presence. It's finally, and about a year ago, people were saying like, oh, WWE can't book Swerve. Like, cause he wasn't really being used on NXT very well. You know, like he didn't really have much to do. He was kind of stuck as like a go nowhere face. He'd lose matches to like Gargano and stuff. And then yeah. he turned heel on, he turned heel on rough and then just straight up the card. Hmm. Like I love how brutal that heel turn was, though. How, how yeah, brutal well, that attack was. Leon Ruff, Leon Ruff makes everything look horrendous. He he, fl- he flails around like a sack of tails. It's great. I can't wait for him to come back to TV. I miss him. Just watch so you can see him get kicked in half again. Well, yeah, that's what he's for. <laughs> but the thing is, right? Leon Ruff is such a good wrestler that you can put him in any. He's like, okay, this might be a bit sacrilege. I think of him the same way as like Jungle Boy. Like. <sighs> They're so likable. They're yeah. such good, pure baby faces. But they're so good at getting the shit kicked out of them. But they can believably win any match through, like, their wrestling skill. Mm. Well, another bit we have to talk about uh, Jungle Boy and Anna Jay. Oh, good, yeah. Good that's, on them. That's really on cute. Them. Fair play. But, <laughs> yeah. So, I for the breakout tournament, uh, a couple of participants have been... Not leaked, but essentially 205 Live has qualifying matches for it. Okay. And uh, I don't remember that. I'll get them up now, actually, uh, really quick, and then we'll wrap it. Because I think they are going for the not appearing on TV thing again. Oh, okay. Uh, where the fuck are the participants? Two oh five live. Their new their new logo for it is cool as well. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, so just... yeah. The so Desmond Troy, formerly Denzel Dejournet, okay, is tangling. This is W's words, not mine. With a brawler by the name of Joe Gacy, who is a former CZW World Champion. He's essentially Sammy Callahan. Oh. Yeah. And then um on Guru Raj, who wrestled Finn Balor at Superstar Spectacle. And oh, yeah. who will take on someone called Andre Chase. Andre who, Chase, yeah. That's the only Harlem, word Bra- Harlem Bravado from Evolve. I believe. Ah. Um yeah, so one of those two of those four will be in the tournament. I think Joe Gacy and Guru Raj. Okay. And then neither of those have appeared on NXT TV, NXT TV proper. So I think this is where you're going to see like Parker, Baudreau, and um, Bronson, Rex Steiner, and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, Parker Baudreau put up a post just saying breakout. Yeah, like I think if he's in it, I'm pretty sure he's winning it as well, but that's besides the point. Um, I, I, yeah, I just very, see him I, having the trajectory of a fucking arrow being shot in, like directly in the air. I think if he's good, debut him on main and just do the Brock thing again. Yeah. Like, what have you got to lose? Like, just debut him on main, have him murder somebody, and there you go. Can we, can we get somebody with one leg to have him go up against? Yes, yeah, bring back Zach Gowan. <laughs> um, right, okay. Like, I'll cut off my own leg to, like, to, like, to job to him. Uh, no, I do that for Lesnar, but not for Parker. But if it means he can have a nice start, I might as well. Uh, I'd rather keep both my legs, thanks. What, then give somebody a start in uh, their good career? Yeah. (laughs) Right, we're going to wrap it here, because I think we've we've hit all the bases that we need to hit. This is definitely the least structured one so far. And Uh, I'm kind of liking it. I liked it it too. I do like it, but I don't. They can't all be like this because we will eventually run out of stuff to talk about, or we'll Ow. repeat. Our, we'll repeat ourselves by accident is the main concern that I have. <laughs> More well, so, me. 
But I feel like we should try it again next week and see see how we well next hit week we have great next week we have great American Bash. To oh shit! But well, we we can go off on tangents, but it will mostly be about Great American Bash. Yes. And then if you have an interesting thought that you have, like if you say, Roy, I want to discuss this on the pod, you are more than welcome to do so. Mm-hmm. I just like having somewhat of a structure just to keep me some like kind of focused. Sure, I had an idea and uh, today and we're going to postpone it until close to 2K22 comes out. Yeah, rank wrestling games. Yes, modern wrestling games. So, so from SVR. See, when you said that, I was thinking of like the two K series, but that's kind of no, shit. no, two thousand and five onwards. Yeah, that's rough because I have missed like four of those. I have to play. But Rory knows how much I love both games that he has not played. Well, I've I've also missed 05 and 06. or well, oh. SmackDown vs Raw in two thousand six. Yeah, no, I've played both of them. Okay. Are they good? Are they worth picking up? Molly gave me her old PS3. Like, I could play them. Are they worth it? Um, 06. They've they all season mode, didn't they? I think so, yeah. Well, SVR 07 and, did, so. And 06 is the first iteration of career mode. Shit. Right, That's well, the best one. <laughs> okay, they might be worth picking up then. It's the best career mode, and, and you can still do, uh, like, if you know what you need to do. What? Someday. You would just need to come down to Balier, have a few drinks, and we and we just brand it up. On what GM mode? Yes. Take a brand. You mean you mean GM mode instead of career mode? GM mode, yeah, sorry. I think SVR07 had the best one. You are hurting me. Alright, okay. I'm sure you like the twenty four seven one in 08, so I know. Well, well, no, we're gonna... I don't I I I don't know. I actually know. The O eight one is a bit too confusing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. There's too much in it. The SVR, yeah. whereas the 2006 one is like not too little. It's like a good first step. Then in, 20, in 2007, they perfected it. Then in 08, it was like, okay, take some stuff back out too much. And then I they always, just got rid I always of it. Went to, I always went to ZCW. Right. Okay. We're going to okay. wrap it yeah. up now and see you again next week, hopefully. Actually, next week, my show is running. So I probably oh, won't fuck. be able to. Um, I suppose we can record it like. We'll sort the admin stuff off calls. So we might have an episode next week. We might not, but we'll see. Yeah. Right. Uh, we'll have, have, a been, du- have a double have been length Rory. episode. Don't, no, not double length episode. <laughs> <laughs> you would cry. Uh, I think this is already our longest one. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Last week was. But this is over an hour. None of our other last week, no, la- hour. I thought the last one was an hour and 15. Nope. It was like 56. We always hit like 56. Oh. Hmm. Right. Uh, I have been Rory. And I've been the Ginger Twat Owen. Ginger Twat Owen. And we will see you guys again in the next one. Um, Bye-bye.